Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome listeners and thanks for joining us on the Paranormal Factor podcast. In this new episode, we're visiting Florida to search out the elusive skunk ape, a Bigfoot-like creature that lurks in Everglade forests. The skunk ape, as its name infers, well, stinks. You'll know it's around long before you encounter it due to that odorous characteristic. But before we start, as a reminder, please be sure to take a look at the Paranormal Factor Podcast Facebook page. Every single day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to check out. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories from around the world. And don't forget to check out our show notes where you'll find links to books and videos on our topic. Now, on to our episode. The first time Dave Sheely saw a skunk ape, he says, he was 10 years old. It was 1974, a few years after his father had come upon a set of footprints left by the creature, a well-known Everglades version of Bigfoot named for its pungent odor. Dave was out deer hunting with his older brother, Jack, in the swamp behind his house, in what's now Big Cypress National Preserve, when he encountered the ape-like creature. It was walking across the swamp, and my brother spotted it first, but I couldn't see it over the grass. I wasn't tall enough, Sheely says. My brother picked me up, and I saw it, about a hundred yards away. We were just kids, but we'd heard about it and knew for sure what we were looking at. It looked like a man, but completely covered with hair. He and his brother stared at the creature, stunned, but almost at the same time as he tells it, rain began pouring down. The creature hurried away into the cypress trees scattered among the marsh. Holy crap, he remembers thinking. I finally saw this damn thing, and it got away just like that. But the fleeting moment left an indelible impression on young Sheely, who's now over 50 years old. In the decades since, he's relentlessly pursued skunk apes and has seen them, he says, on three other occasions. You've probably heard about most Everglades predators, large alligators, monstrous pythons, elusive panthers, and the list goes on. But do you know about the scariest, smelliest, most reclusive creature of them all? It's the Everglades skunk ape. Let's meet it up close. It is rightfully named for its supposed rotten egg stench. It walks on two legs, its whole body immersed in dark brown fur, and is by all accounts massive in size. Of course, all of this information relies on hearsay, but some Florida folks swear they've seen the tall, foul-smelling swamp monster known as the skunk ape. Also known as the swamp ape and Florida Bigfoot, the skunk ape is a purported ape-like creature said to inhabit the forests and swamps of some southeastern states, most notably Florida. The skunk ape is sometimes compared to and called the cousin of Bigfoot. And as with Bigfoot, 
items have been presented in an attempt to prove the skunk ape's existence, including anecdotal sightings, disputed photographs, audio and video recordings, and of course, footprints. The majority of mainstream scientists have historically discounted the existence of the skunk ape, considering it to be the result of a combination of folklore, misidentification, and hoax rather than a living animal. But that hasn't stopped the skunk ape from seeping into the popular culture of the southern United States, especially in Florida. The skunk ape is commonly described as a bipedal, ape-like creature approximately five to seven feet tall and covered in mottled reddish-brown hair. But the skunk ape is often reported to be smaller in stature compared to traditional descriptions of Bigfoot from the northwestern U.S. and Canada. And there are other differences and similarities to Bigfoot. Odor. The skunk ape is supposedly distinguished as smelly, and it is characterized descriptively as having a rancid, putrid odor like that of rotten food and dead animal, or having the scent of cabbage or rotten eggs. In general, smellier than your average Sasquatch. Behavior. The skunk ape's behavior is typically similar to that of Bigfoot everywhere. It is frequently seen standing among trees, crossing a road, rummaging in garbage, drinking water, or catching fish from a lake or stream visiting campsites, standing to peer into windows, or hiding. Sounds. It typically vocalizes by growling, grunting, grumbling, or producing stressed breathing, and at least once clicking sounds, among other expressions. According to legend, skunk apes communicate with one another through throaty cooing sounds. Unlike five-toed Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch, and Yowie tracks seen in other parts of the world, Florida's skunk apes have four toes, and they are believed to climb trees where they sleep on homemade mats. Tracks and alleged nesting sites have been found multiple times. And witnesses claim the Everglades skunk ape can move at accelerated speeds, not attainable by humans. So if you're chasing after this cryptid, be sure not to arouse its anger as it may chase and catch you. In essence, the skunk ape isn't too different from Bigfoot, other than a few unique traits. They roam through Florida's Everglade forests, often in whole packs, and they're said to be peaceful and kind. The skunk ape has been recorded as appearing in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama folklore since European settlers first occupied the region. In 1818, local newspapers reported a story from what is now Apalachicola, Florida, that spoke of a man-sized monkey raiding food stores and stalking fishermen along the shore. Florida skunk ape sightings have been reported for more than 200 years, according to Scott Marlowe, co-founder of Pangea Institute in Winter Haven and a college instructor. Seminole and Miccosukee culture include stories of a foul-smelling, physically powerful, and secretive creature called Esti Kepkaki, a name which roughly translates to furry tall man or hairy giant. Reports of the skunk ape were particularly common in the 1950s and into the 1970s. The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization has archived hundreds of alleged sightings across almost every county of Florida from 1955 to the present day. Marlowe says there have been about 75 reported sightings of the skunk ape in Florida in the past 20 years alone. In 1977, a bill was even proposed to the Florida State Legislature to make it illegal to take, possess, harm, or molest anthropoids or humanoid animals. The bill failed to pass. Several Everglades wildlife tour bus operators and their guests 
have reported alleged sightings. One such sighting was by Everglades tour operators Steve Goodbread and Dal Rowland. Both operators claimed that 100-degree weather, high humidity, and the rural location would make a hoax unlikely during the time of the sightings. In 1997, a photograph of a dark, upright figure in the swamp was taken by Ochope Fired Control District Chief Vince Dorr that he claims depicts a skunk ape. He reported observing the creature cross the road and stopped his car to capture the photograph. Within two weeks, over 50 people reported sightings of a hairy creature within the Big Cypress National Preserve. In the year 2000, the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office received two anonymous photos depicting a large, hairy, ape-like creature. The author of the letter claimed to be an elderly woman who reported the creature had been stealing apples from her back porch, and upon surprising it with a camera, she was afraid it might harm her family. The scrutinized photos, dubbed the Mayaka Skunk Ape, remain a controversial topic, and their authenticity remains debated. Regardless, sightings continue to the present day, with 48 out of 67 counties in Florida reporting sightings since 2010. Dave Sheely, a 57-year-old Everglades tour operator, believes there are as many as nine skunk apes living in the area surrounded by the 730,000-acre Big Cypress National Preserve and the neighboring 1.5 million acre Everglades National Park. Sightings go back hundreds of years, Sheely said. During the Seminole Wars, people ran into skunk apes in their battles near the Miami River and Big Cypress. Still, in 1971, after an archaeologist reported seeing a 7-foot-tall, 700-pound ape-man, Betty Mae Jumper, a former chief of the Seminole tribe, told Tampa reporters, I've never heard anything like that in our legends. I've never heard any Indian talking about any ape-man. It's all in the books. Folklore about the skunk ape in the Everglades, says Kenny Hill, a Naples tour bus operator. Some guys claim they've seen it out here at nighttime. It's hard to say what it is or what it's not. There's a primate facility in Hendry County. It's known that there have been escapes from there. So maybe it's some kind of primate that's running around. Maybe there's a real Bigfoot skunk ape. Who knows? Only time will tell. Evidence will tell. For now, most of that evidence is only circumstantial and hearsay. The stories told by supposed eyewitnesses. So why do these sightings spring up so often in Florida and other areas of the southeast? Author Lauren Coleman is considered one of the leading cryptozoologists in the world and has been tracking Bigfoot-type sightings for 45 years. He says weather events such as hurricanes often result in sightings. Hurricanes and tornadoes stir up wildlife. They travel to get settled, Coleman said in a recent interview. Florida is the only subtropical state, and there is very great habitat for any kind of primate. It's comfortable and supportive, he said. Even though there are population centers, people forget there's a lot of wild land in between. And people are definitely seeing something strange in those wild lands. Let's hear some of their stories. The stories of the skunk ape go back much further than the 20th century. The Mikosuke and Seminole tribes lived in the Everglade Forest before European settlers arrived for hundreds of years. They claim they've been seeing skunk apes in the woods over that time. They believe that the tall man is the protector of the woods and he keeps away those who would damage the forests. Even when you don't see the Florida skunk ape, they believe, he watches you. 
forever vigilantly gazing over those who would enter his domain and using his mystic powers to vanish into thin air. Yet as ancient as the belief in encounters with the skunk ape seemed to be, the real story of the legendary creature is perpetuated by more recent sightings throughout Florida over nearly 100 years. In 1929, a sighting occurred at the famous and recently constructed Perky Bat Tower at the Florida Keys. Witnesses reported that an unknown ape-like beast was drawn to the construction site. After inspecting the bat tower shortly after it had been stocked with bats, the creature shook the tower, driving off the bats before running off into the woods. In 1942, a man in Suwannee County reported a similar creature rushing out from the brush line while he was driving down an isolated road. It reportedly grabbed onto his vehicle and beat on the running board and door for half a mile before departing. In the small community of Barden in Putnam County, Florida, beginning in the 1940s, there were a number of alleged sightings of a creature that came to be known as the Barden Booger. In the 1960s, a rash of sightings in central Florida happened around Alachua County and Marion County. One such report from 1963 involved several members of a family encountering an ape-like creature around their rural home including one instance of it peering inside a window at night. The earliest well-known skunk ape sighting happened in 1957 when a pair of hunters claimed that a gigantic smelly ape invaded their camp in the Everglades. As their story spread, the creature started to pick up its own unique name, inspired by its distinct smell. In the 1970s, two Palm Beach County Sheriff's deputies named Marvin Lewis and Ernie Milner reported that an ape-like creature stalked them through a grove before they shot at it with their firearms. They reported following a trail of footprints where they recovered hair snagged on a bobbed wire fence line that had been pushed down. In 1971 to 1975, a rash of sightings occurred in Broward County, Florida and surrounding areas. Multiple eyewitnesses reported nocturnal encounters with a five to seven-foot ape creature with dark red to black fur. These events were heavily covered in newspapers, both local and in other Florida cities such as Miami, and were some of the earliest instances popularizing the term skunk ape in the state lexicon. The skunk ape was reported as invading homes, stalking pedestrians, and killing several of a farmer's livestock such as a horse and a bull. The local police department got involved after one deputy reported striking the skunk ape with his car, with the car suffering heavy damage allegedly in retaliation from the creature. Posses were created and hunted in wilderness on multiple nights, but despite several witnesses reportedly firing upon the creature, no body or evidence was found. Dozens of sightings followed. In 1973, a family claimed they saw a skunk ape chase their child off a tricycle. The next year, another family claimed that they hit one with their car, and they alleged they had hairs in the fender to prove it. In 1974, newspapers reported that the Florida Highway Patrol received two calls within two hours of each other from Fort Lauderdale residents who saw a skunk ape. The sightings were five miles apart near US-27 and Hollywood Boulevard. Skunk apes supposedly made their way to the Tampa Bay area in 1977. Newspapers reported sightings in Lakeland and Gibsonton, where locals discovered footprints that were 17 inches long, 10 inches wide, and 2 inches deep. 
A whole tour bus full of people claimed they saw a swamp Sasquatch in 1997. They described it as a seven-foot red-haired ape running through the Everglades. There were 30 or 40 people in all, every one of them telling the same story. And that same year, a woman saw a skunk ape jump in front of her car. It was shaggy looking and very tall, maybe six and a half or seven feet tall, she says. The thing just jumped in front of my car. Three days before Christmas in 2000, a family in Florida awoke to a loud noise on their back deck. There was so much banging and pounding that it sounded like someone large was knocking over deck chairs. But with all the noise came something that couldn't possibly be human, a low, deep grunting, and with it, a stench like something was rotting. When they looked out the back window, they saw something they never expected to see. There on their deck was a great, huge, lumbering beast covered in hair from head to toe. The family figured it was an escaped orangutan on the run from the local zoo. But when the photo they took started making its rounds online, a handful of true believers in the paranormal had a different explanation altogether. The monster on their deck, they believed, was none other than Florida's own Bigfoot, the skunk ape. Urban legends are supposed to be just legends, and that's all. But ask Jennifer Ward, and she will tell you about the time the Florida skunk ape stepped out of legend and into reality. I never thought anything like that was out there before, Ward said. But I know there is now. Ward's encounter with the hairy creature came in August 2004, about a week after Hurricane Charlie, along a rural stretch of road. She was driving home from a friend's house, and her daughters were asleep in the back seat. It was nearly dusk. I noticed something in the ditch. I looked over, and I guess it noticed me. It rose up, she said, explaining that the animal had been crouching when she first saw it. Its eyes went from serious, maybe it was getting frogs, it was focused on something, she said. When he saw me, he was as surprised as I was. I slowed down to almost a stop. I didn't stop because I was scared. It was almost dark, but I could see it, and I got a good look. Ward said the creature was six to eight feet tall and covered with hair about two inches long. There was white around the eyes, but she did not notice a nose or ears. She said the lips had the texture of a dog's paw pad. Its hands were drawn up next to its body. Ward said she could not remember an odor, but that might have been what first caught her attention. In another case, one pleasant afternoon for a couple quickly turned to horror as they encountered what they believed was a skunk ape. The couple was out rollerblading one January afternoon in the early 2000s when they saw what at first they thought was a large dog on all fours. The animal was digging in the dirt. We should have brought a lead to see if someone lost a dog, the witness said to his wife, according to a report from the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. I would hate to see it get hit. As they approached what they thought was a lost dog, the dog lifted its head and stared at the couple for a few seconds before it started running toward them. It chased after us. The animal seemed to float, the witness said, as he and his wife skated away. About a year later, the witness was jogging near the same area where he noticed a large, dark red blood stain in the road. There was a dead animal smell lingering in the area, according to the report. They smell really, really, really bad, Crystal Diff, the program coordinator for Charlotte County History Services, said. In all of the reports, the first thing people notice is a really bad odor that smells like a skunk, or some say a really wet dog, rotting meat. After investigating the area, the witness found a kill, a mangled, domesticated Irish wolfhound hidden in the brush. 
The witness then heard an unusual chattering he described as an unknown language with weird pitch changes. Upon further investigation, the witness described the sounds to be almost identical to a Bigfoot field research recording of an animal in the Sierra Nevada mountains in California. Bigfoot Research Organization has cataloged 325 total skunk ape sightings in Florida. I believe that weird creatures live in the woods, Cynthia Diff said. There are more reports closer to the Everglades. In July 2000, Dave Sheely captured one of his encounters with the skunk ape on video. In the grainy daytime footage shot from hundreds of feet away, the creature spends a minute or so wandering around in a hummock of palm trees. Then, shortly after it begins striding across the open swamp, it breaks into a long-limbed run, as though suddenly aware it's being watched, escaping into a grove of palm trees. Sheely notes that at the time, the swamp was covered by over a foot of water, making the animal's speed, which he estimates to be 22 miles per hour, impossible for any human to achieve. Sarasota native Mike Falconer recounts seeing the skunk ape in a field by the side of a road in 2013. You could see that it was big, he said. And when I say big, I don't mean eight foot tall. You could just tell it was massive in size and thickness, just large. Not only was the sighting unexpected, but Falconer was also surprised by what happened after he uploaded his photos to the Internet. My office started getting phone calls, people asking for me, he recalls. Within a week, I had five Bigfoot hunters from all over the country staying in my house. Falconer adds that since he saw the creature, he has returned every single day to the same spot looking for evidence of footprints. While the skunk ape is said to lurk in Florida swamps and forests, there's never been an attack on a person by a skunk ape reported by anyone in South Florida. However, over the years, there's been plenty of people who have disappeared into the Everglades. They go into the Everglades, and they never come back. But one group will tell you categorically that the skunk ape is not to blame for any disappearances because, well, the skunk ape doesn't exist. And, of course, that group are the skeptics. Most anecdotal reports and alleged visual evidence are deemed by skeptics to be fabrication, misidentification, or outright hoaxes. The Smithsonian, after seeing the Sheely video, said, It's extremely hard to watch this video and see anything but a guy in a gorilla suit. The United States National Park Service has called Sheely's skunk ape evidence extremely weak. The National Park Service considers the skunk ape to be a hoax. To the National Park Service and many other officials, the skunk ape is no more than one of Florida's best-known myths and legends. People who believe in the Florida skunk ape, one common supposition goes, believe it simply because they want to believe it. According to any respected biologist, the skunk ape does not exist. People report seeing this mythical creature from time to time says Bob DeGross, a public affairs officer with the Cypress National Preserve. But there has never been a substantiated sighting of the skunk ape that was verified by National Park Service wildlife staff, DeGross says. Critics point out that dozens of unrelated ongoing research projects are conducted in the Everglades every year using motion-activated trail cameras. Yet no one has ever captured indisputable proof of the skunk ape on film, or come upon the remains of one. Though there are reports of sightings and collections of footprints, none of this has been proven true with scientific evidence. The empirical evidence is extremely weak, says Sharon Hill, 
a researcher and columnist for the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, who's written about Bigfoot, the skunk ape, and other mythical creatures. It's almost entirely eyewitness testimony, which is the most unreliable evidence you can have. One theory is that most skunk ape sightings are bears or misidentified wildlife, according to Joe Nickel, a senior research fellow of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry and a paranormal investigator. The two have similar habitats, behaviors, and putrid smell due to scavenging on dead animals and rummaging in garbage bins. The bear also has a remarkably human-like hind footprint. At moderate speeds, the hind and forefeet may superimpose to give the appearance of a single track made by a bipedal creature, Nickel wrote, causing the appearance of the cryptid's notorious Bigfoot. Bears also behave like Bigfoot is alleged to do. They stand and watch people, visit their camps and homes, wade in streams seeking fish, climb trees for protection, and run away when humans get too close. They also vocalize with growls, snorts, and loud huffing noises. A common defense display is blowing with clacking teeth. While some experts believe the skunk ape is simply misidentified black bears, others speculate it could actually be an ape living in the wild, most likely an orangutan or other large primate. Some people think it's an escaped ape or an extinct type of ape, Crystal Diff, the program coordinator for Charlotte County History Services, said. There are sightings of the skunk ape that have been reported, but we do not have any actual evidence that it exists. For his part, Dave Sheely observes that things decompose quickly in the swamp and that at 2.2 million acres, it's the largest area of protected land east of the Mississippi, most of it rarely visited. And both those statements are true. It's easy to imagine, he argues, that a handful of reclusive animals could live in it essentially unnoticed and leave virtually no evidence. I know what I've seen, he says. For someone who hasn't come here and put in the time to say otherwise, it doesn't really matter to me. For centuries, almost every continent on Earth has passed down legends of hairy, ape-like bipedal creatures, including the Yeti, Yowie, Sasquatch, and distinct types of Bigfoot that include, in Florida, the legendary skunk ape. And as Dave Sheely has noted, it has a lot of territory in which to roam. In the Everglades, anything is possible, says visitor Becky Cunningham. It's hard to say what we're going to have roaming around out here because nobody gets to see all of the Everglades. Witness Jennifer Ward, she says she drives a little slower now so she can look around, and she keeps a camera in her vehicle. The Lakeland, Florida woman said she hopes her report doesn't stir up any foolishness among people looking for the creatures. She fears such actions might drive away the skunk apes. I have the feeling they do watch a lot, she said. I wish I could see it again. I want people to see what I saw. Well, in our next episode, while on vacation in the Aloha State, I'm presenting you a belated Christmas gift of Hawaiian paranormal legends in this shorter episode. This is our opening episode for Season 3, and we'll look at such legends as the Green Lady, the Little People of Hawaii, and other tales. And of course, we'll have the answer to our weekly quiz for you. So join us for Season 3 and eerie Hawaiian stories next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. It is time for the quiz, folks, and here is your question. 
The most haunted city in Florida is A. St. Augustine B. Coral Gables C. Tampa or D. Fort Lauderdale Once again, the most haunted city in Florida is St. Augustine, Coral Gables, Tampa, or Fort Lauderdale? And the answer is A. St. Augustine. Each year, thousands of visitors come to Florida's St. Augustine to explore over four centuries of history, beautiful architecture, natural scenery, and perfect Atlantic coast beaches. And among those visitors are those with an attraction for ghosts and the paranormal. Because inside the walls of historic buildings along the cobblestone streets and lingering among the people of the city, there are many spirits of those who've lived and died there, those who have chosen to never leave. And there are several locations that contribute to this being the most haunted city in Florida. The Old Jail, recognized as one of the most haunted buildings in the country, the Old Jail is shrouded in mystery and lore. The historic building housed prisoners from 1891 to 1953 when it was closed due to its appalling conditions and the cruelty inflicted on its residents. Eight documented hangings were carried out on this site and many other deaths that can be only described as unnatural. Perhaps these are why many believe the old jail is an epicenter for paranormal activity and why it has become a popular destination for ghost seekers everywhere. Castillo de San Marcos. The largest masonry structure of its kind in the United States, the 17th century fort stands as it has for many centuries, guarding the coast against invasion and surviving more than 300 years of battles and storms. It's here that many supernatural devotees gather to investigate accounts of inexplicable events. Within one of the watchtowers, there have been reports of a light shining from a fixture with no electricity running to it. Other spooky occurrences include the sighting of a Spanish soldier standing at the edge of the fort, looking out to sea when the sun is about to rise or set. Spanish Military Hospital when you enter this historic building, you'll be alarmed at the unnerving sensation you feel, as if a sad, heavy presence is surrounding you. This feeling has been experienced by many who enter the hospital. When construction began, workers discovered thousands of human bones buried underneath the hospital. After some investigating, they learned the hospital sat on a Native American burial ground. Whether the presence people feel is that of these spirits is unknown, but hauntings in the building still occur to this day. Moans, screams and cries, misty sightings of patients in hospital gowns, and the outline of a body lying on the beds when no one is there are just a few of the many sightings. Huguenot Cemetery The ancient burial ground is home to a variety of ghosts who've been spotted by visitors at all times of the day and night. The most famous ghost? It's the spirit of Judge John B. Stickney. After passing away from yellow fever, the Honorable Judge was buried in 1882, but his family relocated him north to be closer to the family. During his exhuming, it is said that thieves stole the judge's gold teeth from his mouth and other valuables he'd been buried with. It's this unfortunate event that many feel is the cause for the judge's unhappy spirit still residing within the cemetery. He's been seen sitting in a tree, 
and roaming the grounds. The Casablanca Inn This Mediterranean-styled bed and breakfast has a history of ghostly activities. The story goes that the woman who owned and operated the Casablanca began an association with seedy characters involved in bootlegging when she was faced with financial ruin. She became their lookout, waving a lantern in the window of a second-story room that faces the ocean. Since her death, many have reported seeing a white light shimmering back and forth in that very same window. Other eerie activity includes the sound of light footsteps on the wooden floors, disembodied voices of children, and a misty shape resembling an elderly lady floating about the inn. St. Augustine Lighthouse Park The original St. Augustine Lighthouse was built in the 1600s by Spanish settlers, and its replacement, built in 1874, is a St. Augustine historic landmark visited by thousands of people each year. During its long history, several tragic events have occurred that many attribute to the unusually high level of paranormal energy and ghost sightings within the lighthouse and on its grounds. One of the first was when the lighthouse keeper fell to his death while painting the tower. During one of the visits from the Ghost Hunters show, they captured an apparition on film that many believe to be the old keeper's ghost, still watching over the lighthouse. And there are many other paranormal locations in the old city. So many, in fact, we'll have a special episode later in our third season of the Paranormal Factor podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by. <laughs>